Why Watch That is a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head-to-head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome Welcome to to Why Watch Watch That. This episode of Why Watch That is supported by Entrepreneur Meal Plan. It helps leaders and professionals feed their bodies and businesses well. You know, Critic, I got Mm. a chance to attend a wonderful event by EMP here Uh in Los Angeles. And it was so amazing because Brandy Cochran was able to gather people from all sorts of walks of life. We were able to gather together, have real talk, and some real good food too. Mm -hmm. It was a hit. It's food for the soul and the body, which is so hard to find. So if you want to learn more about Entrepreneur Meal Plan, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, go to entrepreneurmealplan.com. The Why Watch That Talk. Well, hello, hello, everybody. This is The Critic. And yes, I'm here all alone. Why? The ref is on vacation so let's let her enjoy her time and while she's on vacation guess what i am in the middle of the afi film festival this year right now it's still going on it's going until october 22nd of this year 2020 so what i wanted to do was come to you about halfway through and share my impressions on what i've seen so far i gotta tell you though I'm really enjoying it. I'm loving the way that they've lined this up for us. Almost everything is available virtually. That's what kind of, uh, that's the kind of festival we're dealing with, of course, right now. I do know that Regina King's directorial debut is going to be in LA in a drive-in. So that's interesting. Um, So if you are there, maybe you can check this out if you hear this (laughs) quickly enough, because that's happening uh, tonight. And today is Monday, October 19th, 2020. So I wanted to talk about seven things that I've seen so far, just give you my quick impressions. And keep in mind that we will release full reviews of this stuff, time to their releases, whenever that is. So the start, the opening night world premiere film was I'm Your Woman. Now, I'm Your Woman will be available via Amazon Prime Video on December 11th. A week before that, on December 4th, they will release it in select theaters. Is it worth all of that? Well, it stars Rachel Brosnahan, yes, of the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Mrs. Maisel herself. She's a housewife. Her husband comes in, gives the woman a baby, says, hey, here's your baby. What? What's that about? And then we find out that her husband is not who she thought he was. And this leads into a very dangerous situation for everybody involved. So can she survive with this baby without her husband? Where is her husband? Who does her husband send to protect her? These are the questions. I'll tell you this. When two actors showed up in this movie, Marsha Stephanie Blake and Frankie Faison, it grounded about halfway through. So what did I think overall? You'll hear it in my full review, but I like the second half better than the first, but what about the whole thing? Hmm, think noir, it's set in the 70s, it's kind of what we're dealing with here. 
Now, number two moving forward was in the world cinema section. So they have different sections, of course, at uh, this film festival, like all film festivals. I'm Your Woman was a special presentation and that title suggests what it is. So you have less time to watch that kind of thing. But when it comes to the world cinema, uh, this comes from all over the globe, including the United States. And Industry is a new TV show that HBO will have. It's gonna premiere it on November 9th. And it comes to us from across the pond. It's an eight episode first season. And in this film festival, we got four episodes. Uh I watched all four, so half of the first season. Now, what this is about, it's about graduates who are now trying to get a permanent job at a top London bank. So this is an investment bank. You know, they're dealing with all kinds of investments, stock markets, things like that. So they're fighting to stay in there. Now, who's going to rise to the top? They've got to get some senior level people on their uh, on their side so that when the time comes to determine who's staying, they have someone to vouch for them. How can they do this? What mistakes are they going to make? What kind of personal lives do they have? That's a question. And is this serious, serious enough to be life threatening? Well, when I was watching this, I was thinking of Billions, of course, on Showtime. I was even thinking of the girlfriend experience on Stars. Now, if you've seen the girlfriend experience, you're like, what? Sex workers? You'll see. You'll see. Now, does this all gel? Is this HBO's answer answer to Billions? You know, Succession was the one we were thinking about. This is more uh, closely related because of the investment bank. Well, you'll have to hear my full review to know exactly whether this will supplant any of those other shows. All right, moving on. Number three on my list is in the new auteur section. So this section is either new directors or new uh, ideas, presentations of things. And Nine Days was in this section. It will be released by Sony Pictures Classics on January 22nd of next year. And it stars, now no, get this. We have, we have Zazie Beats in this, we do. However, we have somebody else very, very important. Someone you know from Wakanda Forever, Black Panther, Winston Duke. Now Winston, he plays a man who decides whether certain souls, I guess they are, we're not quite sure, whether they get to come and be real people, to live a real life. Now, they look like real people. They sound like real people. They're grown. What's this about? And what does the nine days mean? So he's testing them over the course of time to determine which of several candidates will actually be able to have a real life. What happens to the other ones? What's his criteria? Why is he the one in charge? Now, one of his colleagues is played by, get this, Benedict Wong. Yes. So the cast is full of people you've seen before. And I'll say that the actors make the philosophy work. This is sci-fi, but it's cerebral sci-fi. But what about the movie overall? What is the experience like? Does this even make any sense? You'll find out closer to its release. Now, number four on my list was a special presentation and a world premiere called Really Love. Now, Really Love is set in D.C. 
And it's a love story, as the title suggests, between an emerging artist played by Kofi Sirabo. His name is Isaiah. And uh, an emerging lawyer, let's say. She's at Georgetown Law. Her name is Stevie, played by Yutha Wong Loi Singh. And they meet at an art gallery and they're sparks. They have friends in common. So what's going to happen when they meet and they date? They come from two different worlds. She comes from an upper crust family. You'll see who her parents are played by. Uh-huh. He does not. So this clash of cultures, will that get in their way or will their love be strong enough to overcome that? That's the question. When you're thinking of this, you might be thinking of Love Jones. Love Jones is the standard, in my opinion, when it comes to young, adult, Black, professional love. Does this stand up to that? Well, you'll have to find out closer to its release. Now, it doesn't have a release date yet. I'm sure it will get one. I'll tell you this, in its best moments, I liked how it felt. But was that enough overall? Now, moving on, another special presentation, and this was a premiere here in the States, is A Suitable Boy. Now, this is a TV series, and it is set in 1951 in India, the newly independent India, if you know your history. And India was split in two along religious lines. We know India, Pakistan, all of that. Now, throughout this, it is based on, uh, by the way, a book of the same name. So throughout this, we really are tracking two main characters, one of whom, you know, she, she is this passionate student. She, of course, is a she. So she's dealing with the times and professors who don't take her seriously. And she's also dealing with her mother's just dying wish. Well, not dying, but wish, (laughs) wish that she gets married. Now, is she going to do this? Will she deal with the whole matchmaking thing that's going on there? Or will she try to find her own love? That's the question. And all of it's very complicated. And it's complicated by what I started with. The separation between religions going on there. Hindus versus Muslims. Uh Uh-oh. So what's going to happen to her? Now, another major storyline is a character called, oh, and her name is Alata, by the way. There's a character also called Man, and Man is, you know, he's just just floating through life, <laughs> okay? His father is looking at him going, what am I going to do with him? You know, all of this. But he meets somebody, somebody very talented, and falls in love. But this is not the right person for him, according to everybody around him. Who is this person? What's going on? Why does he fall in love with her? Will this stand the test of time? And will it be able to survive the tensions that are brewing? Because there are all kinds of tensions going on in the background involving some of the parents. And of course, this is going to spill over to their children. And we'll see what comes of that. So what they gave us here was the full season. I'll tell you this. It's written by Andrew Davies, who's a prolific writer, a critically acclaimed writer. It's directed by Mira Nair, who's very famous. Everybody knows Mira's work. I will have to say, I watched two out of the six episodes, but why? What does that mean for this? Well, we don't know exactly when it's going to be released in the States. When it is close to that time, I'll reveal why I only watched two out of six. Now, moving on 
Two more I want to share with you so far that I've seen. Uh, the first of those two is Shadow in the Cloud. Now, this is set during World War II, but it ain't your mama's World War II movie. I'm going to tell you that. And what we have here, and this is in the new Artur section, what we have is Chloe Grace, Moret- Grace Moretz. She plays a young fighter pilot. What, how does she do this in World War II? Did they have female fighter plot pilots? And she has this mysterious package that she gets on this bomber. She gives them some uh, orders, says, hey, this is top secret. You can't know what it is. You got to get me to where you're going. Now, they're starting in New Zealand and they're going somewhere else. So how did she get this special dispensation? What is this package? Is there something else going on? Now, these are all guys on this bomber when she comes in. So how do they receive her? Mm-hmm. During World War II. It's 1943. Okay. What's that dynamic like? Where does she actually have to travel in this bomber? They put her in a particular part of the bomber away from everybody else and away from her package. Now, while she's in this certain section of the bomber, she starts seeing things, all kinds of shadows in the clouds. Some are close, some are far away. Is it the Japanese? Is it one of their bombers tailing them? That's impossible. The Japanese can't fly out this far, they tell her. huh? And there's something else that she sees outside. Is it a figment of her imagination? That's the question. Now, this is a horror movie. (laughs) Yes, it is. In the very beginning, we see on a sticker some gremlins. Now, not the gremlins we know from the movie, because this is before the movie was even made. But gremlins as in monsters. So is this something affecting things? What do they see on this bomber? And who is left standing in the end? So this is a horror movie, but it is an action horror movie. It does have a sense of humor. A lot of the movie is focused on Chloe. A lot of it is her. And then we hear the voices of the guys in the bomber. So what is that like? How does it play out? I'll tell you this, it was entertaining, but was it entertaining enough? Now, with that said, we don't have a particular release date for Shadow in the Cloud, but it probably will get one because it has been picked up. Now, the final movie I'm going to talk about in this midpoint review of AFI Fest 2020 is Sound of Metal. Now, Sound of Metal will be in theaters on November 20th of this year. It will be streaming on Amazon Prime Video on December 4th of this year. And it stars Riz Ahmed as a a drummer in a, a rock band. And there's this lead singer. They have a relationship and he's losing his hearing. He's a recovering drug addict. He's been sober for four years. His hearing's going, friends. It's going away. So he's going to have to come to grips with that. He's going to have to reach out for help. And he does find a community of deaf people who take him in. But how does that affect his relationship with his girlfriend? They're very close. She is the one who has essentially helped to keep him sober for four years. So what's that like? They love each other, but they have to be separated for him to get help. Also, will he decide to just let his hearing be what it is? Or will he decide to have the cochlear implants, which will enhance his hearing? It won't bring it back, but it will enhance it. And how will this be received by his girlfriend, by the deaf community that he's ensconced in? That's the question. Can he handle it? What choices will he make? What will be the outcome in the end? 
I'm going to tell you this. This is one of the very best movies I've seen this year. I loved it. I thought it was excellent. What else do I have to say about it? Why did I love it? What was excellent about it exactly? Was it fully excellent? Were there any flaws in it? Well, closer to the release, of course, you'll hear my full review. So, so far, it's going really well at AFI Fest 2020. And if you're interested in any upcoming movies, it's still going on again until uh, the 22nd of this month. So October 22nd. Uh, I'll tell you coming up, I've seen some other movies that we will review after the fest is over to wrap up. But there is one big movie that's coming up a little later in a couple of days called The Father. Now, The Father isn't premiering here, but it is a special presentation. And it stars Anthony Hopkins and Olivia Coleman. Are you kidding me? So I'll definitely get into that in other films. And then when we wrap up, we'll talk about that as well. So my friends, that's so far at AFI Fest. I'm still enjoying it. Hopefully you can join all of us if that suits your fancy. If not, we'll keep helping you understand the experience of this. There is nothing like watching a film festival from your own home. It's a very interesting process where you can pause, you can do all kinds of things and go back. So I'm enjoying that. But of course, at some point, we will be back in physical festivals when possible. I just wonder if they'll keep some of the online components as well. So that's me signing off. Of course, the uh, ref will be back after her vacation and we'll have fun together. So I hope you enjoyed this. I'll keep watching. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea. And we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.